Well, good morning. Welcome to First Baptist Church, Sun City West. We are so glad that you are here today, and we thank you for taking the time and the opportunity to come and celebrate Christmas with us. We are so excited about the choir's musical, their presentation to his presence, and uh, you will be so encouraged. I'll tell you that because back in September, I remember setting in on the, uh, the viewing of this musical, and uh, I haven't heard it since that time, but I've heard reports, and it is going to be amazing. So we look forward to that very special time. If you're a guest today and you have not filled out a guest card, we'd love for you to take the opportunity to take the guest card from the pew in front of you and fill it out in its entirety when you leave today. If you would just drop it in one of the offering boxes when you leave, we'd like to at least acknowledge that you were with us today, and we appreciate that. And we hope and pray that this Christmas season has been a blessing to you. And as we look forward to this next week, we look forward to our Christmas Eve service on Friday night at 4 o'clock, and then uh, Sunday morning the 26th of the celebration of Christmas that has happened. It is going to be a blessed time, and I hope and pray that in your mind and your heart, this season reflects not only the beautiful giving, the sharing, the love, but the ultimate gift that's been given to each of us, and that is Jesus Christ, and we look forward to that. Let's pray together, and then we will begin this time of focusing upon God's presence. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity that you've given us. And God, I pray that you will be with us this morning. Encourage us and strengthen us through the music, through all the different elements of this worship. And I pray that as we celebrate this day of Advent, that it will bring love and joy and peace to our hearts. God, I pray that we would listen intently to the words of the music, the narrators, and that, Father, we would hear what your spirit has to say because there is a message that is powerful that is eternal. And I pray as we celebrate, as we smile and laugh, as we sing, as we hear, that you will be made known. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. During these past three Sundays, we have focused upon the Advent themes of hope, peace, and joy, all attributes that were a part of the anticipated coming of the Christ child, and all qualities that you and I can experience as a result of his coming. However, none of those qualities would be possible if it were not for love. God's love, as demonstrated in this in his coming to earth in the form of the baby of which the angels sang. The gospel writer proclaims, for God so loved, he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. As one writer expressed it, love is the greatest of all the virtues on the advent wreath and encompasses Jesus' entire purpose for being on earth. The Apostle John reminds us, his readers, 
in the first epistle that he wrote in the, as translated in the New Living Bible, this is real love. It's not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Because of that love, God through his spirit has reached out to each one of us to draw us unto himself. Because of that love, our lives have been changed. Because of that love, we have new life and a new future. And because of that love, we recognize we are to demonstrate that love to others. Dear friends, John says, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. As Bob and Sandy Pennington come to light the love candle, hear once more the significance of what God has done. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. having some technical difficulties. candle of love is now lit. May we be the embodiment of that love as expressed through Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, Amen. I invite you to stand as we sing together, O come, all ye faithful.
Rejoice, Christ has come. Rejoice, our Savior is among us. And in his coming, he has opened heaven's door. In his coming, he has shown us the way. In his coming, he calls us before eternity's throne. Christ is born today. Christ was born to save. Christ was born for this. Emmanuel, God is at last with us. He left his celestial splendor to be born in the most humble of circumstances, a rough stable, a common manger, a dark and silent night. And in coming to our earthly plane, we have been ushered into his very presence. And oh, what a holy invitation to marvel with the shepherds, to worship with the kings, to sing with the host of heaven. We are forever transformed by his presence, and we will never be the same. For this is Christmas. This is the miracle of incarnate love, to stand in the presence of the Father, to bow in the presence of the Son. began thousands of years ago in the sacred words of scripture and in the solemn songs of the prophets. The world was waiting in darkness, but God's promise assured his people that his presence would one day live among them. Lift up your eyes, cried Isaiah. The Lord's glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn.
And so God's appointed time had come. The world had never heard of a devout Nazarene girl who would be chosen by Jehovah. Her name was Mary. The world looked, took little notice of an obscure village hidden in the Judean evening. Its name was Bethlehem. But on this holy night, the world would change forever with the birth of a tiny baby. His name was Jesus. Did it feel like a night any different than at least a million before? Was there any raw expectation, like there was some kind of something in store? Did the sky have to hold back the thunder? Did the moon find new reasons to glow? Could the children somehow sense the wonder? 2,000 Decembers ago Were the sheep as amazed at the shepherds As a new sign that lit up the sky Did the willow trees whisper excitement To the rivers and streams passing by Did the joy ricochet up the mountains Did it fill up the valley did all the world sense love abounding 2,000 Decembers ago? Was anyone able to look at the stable and not see a child but a king? I wish I could hear back over the years as heaven Did anyone wake with the feeling of peace that they could not explain? Oh, the love must have been overwhelming as it warmed everyone in its flow. For all of the earth is still telling of 2,000 Decembers ago. Was anyone able to look at the stable and not see a child but a king? I wish I could hear back over the years as heaven and nature see. 
must have been overwhelming 2,000 Decembers ago. Christ is born, Emmanuel is with us, and high above the hills of Bethlehem, the night sky was filled with the heavenly host. Voices of a thousand angels awakened slumbering shepherds, calling them to rejoice. Today a Savior is born. Good news, great joy, peace on earth, goodwill to all. Glory, Glory to, to God, God in the, in the highest. highest. Come, let us join their rejoicing. Let us sing with the angels. Oh, glory to the newborn king.
With the angelic cries of Gloria still ringing in their ears, the shepherds ran to find the newborn king. Starlight led them to a sleeping village and a forgotten stable. And there, in the shadows, they encountered the breathless joy of a new family. One by one, the shepherds knelt in the presence of heaven's child. But the only gift they had to offer was the praise of their lips and the worship of their hearts. She rocked her tiny baby to warm him from the cold. Hardly what she pictured in the prophecy Child. 
Jesus' child was now the world's savior. The infinite had become an infant. A throne had become a manger, an angelic chorus, a mother's lullaby. God's promise was fulfilled, but the story was not over. The child grew to adulthood and began his earthly ministry. Multitudes were drawn into his presence, the sick and the impoverished, the broken and the lost. Jesus introduced them to a different kingdom, one that was not ruled by power, but by mercy. This itinerant teacher threatened those in authority, and they conspired to put an end to his influence forever. A midnight betrayal, a degrading arrest, and a mockery of trials followed as Jesus was sentenced to death. He was taken to the place of a skull called <coughs> Golgotha. There, God's son was crucified. Even then, from Calvary's cross, his prayer for the world, Father, forgive them. He was laid in a cold, dark tomb, and a solitary stone sealed the entrance. To a grieving world, it appeared that a king had been executed and a kingdom forever conquered. But death would not have the final word. On the third day, the stone was rolled away, the tomb was empty, and Jesus Christ rose to life eternal, glorified. Glorified, he would ascend to sit at the right hand of God the Father. And now the invitation is extended to us. The veil was torn in two at the cross, and we are ushered into his divine presence. We are redeemed by his blood, and one day we will stand holy and blameless before him. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus.
And I looked at those all around me in their garments pure and white. Every tribe and every nation to worship day and night. We were singing hallelujah and praises to his name. And as I bowed to kneel with the angels, I heard the Spirit say,
Isn't it great to know that no matter what burdens you've brought into this place, that in his presence all things are made new? We worship you this morning, God, and we thank you for what we can experience in your presence. Will you worship with us as we glorify the King of kings and the Lord of lords?
pray with me? Thank you, Lord, for coming into our world so that we may know your presence. Thank you for dying for us so we may stand forgiven and redeemed in your presence. And thank you for rising again so that we may live in your presence forever. Solideo Gloria. Amen. Rejoice! Emmanuel has come. Christ is born today. Rejoice! Our Savior is among us. Christ is born today. With his birth, we no longer fear the grave. With his birth, we are offered life everlasting. Christ was born to save. He has opened heaven's doors so we may stand in his presence. He has called us before eternity's throne, so we may kneel in his presence. Christ was born for this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy, Joy to the world. Did you enjoy that? My goodness gracious, choir, thank you. Thank you so much.
Did you hear the message? The message was loud and clear to my ears that Christ came, that the incarnation of God becoming man with the focused purpose of his death on the cross and his resurrection, desiring to offer salvation to every single person who would choose to accept Christ into their life. And he did that for you and for me. And that is the celebration and a reason for us to rejoice. I'm going to ask you, if you would, to just stand and just bow your heads. Our choir is going to sing an invitation song. I'm going to be here at the front. If there's any decision that you would like to make in regard to this message of giving Christ your life, coming to be a part of this church fellowship, or coming to rededicate your life in this very important season, we would ask you, while the choir is singing and you're praying, just to slip across the pew and down the aisle. Please, come, if you would, and make that decision that is so important in this time of year.
these folks up here, they look great, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> and they sound wonderful. And uh, if you could have heard us on that first Wednesday night when we began looking at this musical, and I look at them now in such a great presentation and a clear communication of the gospel. So one more time, would you please thank the choir for all of their work and the soloist. And they had some help. We have our instrumentalists. We so appreciate our instrumentalists. What a wonderful job. Thank you all so much. And we've got a couple of uh, narrators that just spoke to our heart, didn't they? Thank you so much. And there's some technology folks back there that we couldn't hear a lot if they hadn't done well. So thank you all so much. <laughs> so it takes a lot of folks to be involved in this, but it would never take place at all if you didn't have a minister of worship that spent so much time and so many hours putting all of this together. Nancy, would you stand, please? Thank you. Well, this Christmas season is so exciting, and um, this musical speaks to the heart of the season. And we offer an invitation to you, if you would, this coming Friday at 4 o'clock, we'll be having our candlelight Christmas Eve service. And we would invite you to come in that very special moment. If there's something about coming together the night before Christmas, singing the songs, the carols of the faith, hearing that message of light and hope and lighting those candles across the worship center that just touch our hearts. And so we would offer that invitation and look forward to that. And then a week from today, celebrating what Christmas means to us as it has come. This morning, we have some folks that have come to join our church, and I would love to be able to share that information with you. Terry and Karen, Everett, y'all would come and stand right up here, just maybe on the other side of the table. Perfect. These folks are marvelous people. We have, uh, we have sure enjoyed worshiping with y'all for a few months now, and uh, you have been seeking uh, God's direction on coming and being a part of this fellowship, and we're so excited that today y'all have chosen to say, this is the place God has led us to use our gifts to serve him and to be together as a church family. All in favor of, of them joining the church, if you would show that by the sign aye. aye. If you're against that, the sign no. No opposition. We like that. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> so far, in almost 40 years, I haven't had a no yet. <laughs> yet. But you guys did well. Thank you. Stay right there if you would. And Rhonda, if you'd come up and... Rhonda Kiefer. Rhonda has been uh, with us for a few months as well and just 
enjoying a very great time of celebration. They always sit right here on the second pew, and you guys moved up a, a pew today. That was pretty nice. <laughs> Rhonda has uh, said, you know what, this is a place that God has led me, and we have a lot of friends as well. And we're so excited that you have come to be a part of this, because we know that this was a mindful decision, and you have a thoughtful one and a prayerful one. All in favor of accepting uh, Rhonda, if you do that by the sign I. Aye. You're against that, the sign no. All right. And you know, she just lives kind of around the corner from us, or just about two houses around us. She can see us from her backyard, so she can see what's going on. <laughs> and you still join, so that's really good. <laughs> Come right up. This is Iva Jackson. She she's participating in our choir. She has some fans back there. <laughs> Iva Jackson, as uh, in like uh, like Rhonda, has spent some time uh, with us and praying about uh, God leading her to this congregation to be a part and to serve uh, step by step with us. And so we're so excited, Iva, for you to be here and be engaged. Thank you so much. All in favor of accepting Iva, if you'd show that by the sign, I. You're against that to sign no? All right. So we have a wonderful celebration here. You don't have to go too far. It's okay. Right there's fine. <laughs> In just a moment, our folks, when we conclude our service, are going to come and give you, we used to call it the right hand of Christian fellowship because folks would always shake hands with the right hand. Nowadays, they come and kind of, you know, give them an elbow or just kind of wave by. You know, the, these are special days. Um, and they're doing that, they're saying two things. One is, welcome to your church family. Because that's what we are, a family of faith. We fellowship together, we serve together. There's so many things that we're engaged in as a family. And secondly, we'll be praying with you and working beside you in these days ahead. And we look forward to that very special time in the years ahead, okay? So that's what they'll be doing. And I'll encourage our uh, congregation, um, for the rest of your announcements, if you look on the back of your bulletin, there's all kinds of things that'll be going on in the next few, uh, in the next few days, next couple of weeks. We ask that you would be mindful of that. Nancy, is there uh, another item or two you might there's have? There's one item that I want to draw attention to. <clears throat> Trudy and Scott Williamson tomorrow will celebrate 57 years of wedded bliss. So the beautiful altar flowers were provided by them today. Thank you, Scott and Trudy, and congratulations. Chuck Mitchell, one of our deacons, will come and lead us in our closing prayer. If you would stand. <laughs> the Savior who came to us Will you join me in prayer? Lord Jesus Christ, I was struck by the words in our Bible lesson to share with our congregation. Today, as we enjoy the Christmas season, may we be humble like those who first heard the news. This Christmas, let's not be too hurried to hear the good news that Christ has come into the world to save sinners and to renew the world. Every Christmas is an opportunity for a fresh look at Jesus. 2,000 years later, we can still find much to surprise us. We can be awed by the power of God and the beautiful mystery of God in the flesh. 
So when Christmas comes to us this year, let's be like the shepherds and receive the word from God and run with urgency toward the manger. May we find Jesus and be aware of his presence. Glory to God in the highest. Amen. Amen. Amen.